Good evening, Wednesday the 30th of December. This is episode 18 of So What's Been Happening. It's uh, It's been a little while, midweek, when another Wednesday night. Uh, Lovey, here he is. G'day, Lovey. How are you, mate? How are you, mate? I hope the uh, Christmas went well and, and all the rest of it. Yeah, it was, mate. Uh, my Christmas was pretty good off the, down at Venus Bay at the moment in Gippsland, Victoria. Yeah, um, what's been... What's been happening? Yeah, we we um we touched down if you like down at Rye uh, yesterday, and uh, me personally went and had a hit had had a hit of golf today up at uh, Long Island, so the third national course now. Um, yeah, right. In Frankston, very very nice little pocket of Frankston. I'll have you know, it's um just a great day for it, and caught up with a couple of mates that I hadn't seen for quite some time. So, um. Yeah, uh, we know what this podcast is it's all about that sort of stuff and yeah, it was brilliant. And uh yeah, Danny for the next I think Danny will Saturday, so here here for yeah. the ride New Year's Eve rush. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be uh I'm sure if they if they're not down there they'll be travelling tonight in the next twenty four hours. Um Oh yeah. I saw some uh touch and go news they just announced on the news before about a COVID case in Melbourne. So that's a bit of a worry. Um, or three cases, I think they said, outside of the quarantine, which is a little nervous moment for Melbourne, no doubt. Yeah, so it was... Uh, yeah, well... If well, uh, right snuck front, down, as we know, yeah. snuck down from Sydney, no doubt. Yeah, how dare they? They do it to us all the time. Sydney people, I don't know. I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. We are kind of expecting it, I suppose, uh, after they... Kept the doors open for a while, um, didn't shut down maybe quick enough. But, um, look, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we've learnt from our mistakes in that one. Well, if the tracing's up to scratch, we should get this hopefully done quick and very, very quick and uh, out the way. That's right. So we uh, – we last week, just a little recap on last week, which was uh, Rusty Brown from Electric Mary. He jumped back on and had a chat to us about what was go- what's been going on with him, what's been going on with his mentoring program, been inside the circle. I know we got we all got a bit out of that. Um, look forward to chatting to him again. Yep, yeah, that was um, that was really good last week. I really enjoyed just catching up with um, like a local muso. Like yeah, we all get a bit caught up in all the commercial stuff, so it was nice to hear from a guy that you know does the rounds, works his butt off. And uh, I think, uh, you know, I think it's a really good, it was really good that uh, we get to speak to someone like that. Yeah, I think we've, uh, we've been super blessed to have plenty of artists on, um, you know, over the last, what's it been, three months um, in and out of, uh, of this experience. And, and one guest, a special guest I've been chasing for a while, a good friend of mine, uh, Laura Davidson is a super talent. And obviously we get to, um, have our first female uh, live guest on, which is exciting for tonight. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, different, different way of music, different way of going about things, and uh, yeah, it should be good. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, Laura's definitely had an interesting journey, uh, multifaceted, plenty of genres she covers. Um, so let's just give it a couple of seconds to see if we can get Glenn on the line, which I don't think. Let's see if he there is she's a chance this time to come up on his video. Look out. He might actually have some action this time. Let's see how we go and try and bring him in. Glenn, how are you, mate? We got you this time? Yeah, can you hear me? I've got you now. Beautiful. Love to see your beautiful head, Alan. Can I hear me? So we've got- yeah, we've got Lovey. Lovey's on mute. He's good I'm now. I've just come inside. Oh, as soon as that noise is terrible. On our, on our property out the back, and all of a sudden it's caused a bit of uh, caused a bit of a kerfuffle out the back between the guy and the, uh, my brother-in-law on the phone and the guy on the other side of the fence. So I've come inside for a couple of minutes just to make sure we keep this PG as best we possibly can. Right. <laughs> well, good news is I didn't hear any of that, so um, we're all good. We're all good. Oh, and then Glenn, uh, Glenn's gone again, is it? Yeah, I think uh. so. So there's no doubt it's uh, it's going to be a bit of a challenge tonight. The internet's dodgy in a few different places. Um, 
I've got a brand new computer, so I'm hoping that's going to hang in there too. I know uh, this is probably tech, tech, uh, the tech nature isn't exactly high on our schedule, but this is why we, why we did this and we, we don't get to edit this. This goes live and this is how we do it and this is how we roll. Uh, and it's been a bit of fun along along the way, laughing and banter of uh, who's got the worst tech skills. So um, it's good to see it's not you, Lovey, tonight. Here we go. It's happening again. <laughs> right, in true in true form, um, we might have a punch punch on over the over the back fence there somewhere. That, that'll be that'll be good value. So. Why don't we uh, why don't we get into a bit of music now and let's bring on a, bring on our guest. Um, look, the very the very quick intro is um, as I mentioned before, Laura, uh, a super skilled, talented artist. Um, she's got a special guest with her as well. Um, I've known Laura a long time and I've seen Laura grow as a musician, no doubt. And she's as I mentioned to her just before, I think she was. One of the only musicians that hasn't done the, the lockdown special and probably took some time out to rest up, um, save the vocal cords, and and think about different a different part part of life. I'm sure, no doubt, with the with a young boy. So let's bring on Laura and let's have a chat. <laughs> How are you, Laura? Yeah, good. Can we just be good clear that it was my young boy, my child? <laughs> what did what did I say? Something about <laughs> thinking about a young boy. <laughs> no, like, no, definitely. Oh, that's how it came out. That definitely wasn't how it was intended. My young no, boy. No, your young boy. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, can I just say no. through the intro to there was a fair bit of like cut out a lot. So, um, yeah, the sound was a bit funny, but hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll have some luck. Righto. We'll see how we go. Again, hi, hi Laura. How are you? Hi. Um, how are you? Again, that whole cutout thing. I'm hoping that's me manually cutting things out because, again, I've got a got a funny, interesting little thing that's happening over the other side of the fence here. So it might have been me deliberately. Who knows? I think it's because because I I suck with technology. I think it's I did get a warning that I didn't have the latest version of Safari or something. So they said this might happen. That's my fault. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all, Laura. All right. What's yeah, it is a bit in your neighbour's yard over there, lovey. There's a bit of live live action from, from that right there. Let's see, let's see if, if we can get some action over the fence, lovey. No, there's no real no real noise at the moment, but it's nothing like oh. the back streets of Rye. I live in Laverton, so there is things like the back streets of Rye. It's kind of pretty yeah, normal. Just wait till the wait till the glasses get stuck and thrown over the fence. It's only early days, Lovey. New Year's is tomorrow and it could get a bit messy. Things are a lot different when you go on holidays. <laughs> yeah, well, the good news is we can't hear much of it, so just plough through, mate. Plough through. All right, let's uh, let's go back to Laura for a second. Sorry, Hi. Laura, how are you? All right, yeah, okay. tell her. Yeah, good, good, mate. We we haven't caught up for a while. Yeah, we no, haven't caught up for a while. It's been a while. I um I really embraced the uh, hermiting lifestyle through lockdown. So you're not the only friend I haven't caught up with in quite a while. I've sort of, I don't know, taken the time to just do a bit of solitary stuff. Sometimes that's yep. a good thing, other times not, but it's all, you know, part of the process. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things happen with, the, with me and I really struggled through that lockdown period, actually. Um, sorry about that really crackly audio. I'm not sure where that's coming from. Um, but... Yeah, I really struggled through that lockdown period mentally more than anything, not being around people. Um, we had family at home, but we had that no outlet to get out and about, and I really struggled with that. And obviously live gigs and everything is is one thing that I, I love going to. So um, I'm very much a, a two or three gig a week person out there supporting live music and, and really thought oh, about that. 
really thought about that angle as well, right? And that that was always going to be an issue coming out of lockdown um, regarding pubs and clubs closing, um, venues closing, also then participation or, or sorry, crowds um, and how many people you can have in venues. That was always going to be a stretch and a struggle, but it looks like it's bouncing back um, fairly quickly. Um, hopefully we can we can stay like that for a while. Yeah. I don't – it's funny. Like I, like I said, I really have embraced the um, hermiting lifestyle and I don't keep up with where we're at with um, uh, restrictions and stuff. I just – my mum – keeps her eye, eye on that and just tells me what I'm allowed to do because I find it all a bit overwhelming and it's probably a bit ignorant, but it was my way of being okay with this situation that I had absolutely no control over. So, you know, it just worked for me. The sound's gone crackly. Did you say do a song? You can just, like, go. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. This is um, a Skyhook song called Crazy Heart, which is one of my favourite Skyhook songs. I've been known to have moments on stage during this one um, and I think it's really important that I do one of their songs um, to acknowledge that band and in particular Bob Starkey who's, who got me uh, on board to sing all their stuff in his um, Skyhook show and that's really that really opened up a lot of doors for me. So that's why... I, we do one of those. And this is my one of my best friends, Andrew Leach, probably known as Leachy, um, who just says yes to pretty much any musical project I ask him to do. So thanks for coming. Yes. Oh, welcome. This is crazy part. Oh, jeez. <laughs> is it just right. us two out? Let's see how we go in a second. Yeah, it looks like two's... Four's down to two now, so let's let's just see. We might we'll try and get. I think we've got delays left, right, and centre in this. So uh, I might have lost you. No, no, you're right. We've had some bad audio over time, mate, but this has probably got to be one of the worst um, we've had. So, so yeah, Kerry from uh, Canada, the Gooch. How are you, mate? Welcome, welcome to the show, Naomi. Jumped on and said hello. Hey, Gnomes, good to see you. And Stephen Lotherington said hello, Laura, from Stephen Amanda. So let's just see if we can get Laura back on in a second. How are we? Are we there? Are we in? We're there. We're in. You're back. We tried a different phone. Okay, this is a winner. You sound a lot clearer. <laughs> this is a winner. All right. Now... I don't want to kill the whole vibe of where we were and the show, but why don't we do that song again? Why don't we do that song again? Because that, that that song was too good to just be so crackly and then not used later. So can we can we roll that again? Is it you got yeah, cool with that? Absolutely. So why don't you uh, why don't we take it from the top and Laura, let's reintro that song in. What about all the piffle I said before? Yeah, well, we'll you know, you know, we'll, we'll just put it up live anyway. It's all part of the fun. We'll make it work. I um, I just thought we should start with a Skyhook song because um, singing their songs and through meeting Bob Starkey has uh, opened up a lot of doors, and I love their music so much. Um, even though the lyrics were a bit of a bugger to learn, but that's probably. Greg McCain probably did that on purpose so no one covered them, but he, yeah, like I like a challenge. Um, so this one is uh, Crazy Heart by Skybooks. Oh, and this is Andrew Leach. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. 
guys that was great so Amen. much better that sound. Thank, thank you all right so let's um so much clearer so much on better. Going. hi how are you you look a bit like louis through oh don't don't give him anything don't give this guy nothing please please give me something laura give me something louis through is just a nice like you know it's it's a it's good. It's not like amazing, but it's a good thing. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Did I play the game? He's great. Louisa is great. Well, I, I need it. 
I missed that. Sorry, I, I missed out the actual description. I heard that. I look a bit like. I'll tell you later. All right, what do you want to know? <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, obviously Glenn's got a bit of delay down there, so we need to work around that. But so the sound is so much better than where it, where it was. So a few people have uh, had a quick quick shout-out with um, a friend of ours and yours, I think, Laura, who came and see one of your shows, Naomi. Oh, I'll be the judge of um, that. been to a few of your shows. <laughs> and Stephen Lotherington has just oh, said a quick hello. Hey. So there's a few people jumped on that you know. Um yeah. Good friend of mine's jumped on from Canada and said a quick shout out. So we're getting all the way over to Canada this morning, hey. um, or this evening over there. Um, I better shout out quickly to my beautiful wife and sister who've said a quick hello who are watching in another room. So that's great. And my good mate of mine, Berkey, sister Sarah has jumped on and said amazing. So there's no doubt, Laura, you're a special talent. Um, I've always told you, and you uh, always won. To be, um, you'll take the compliments, but you never stand up there and say you are any more special than anyone else. I'm sure. Oh, that's because I'm not. I'm just. A, that's right. Yeah. You're a. Just a. You're just a multi-talent, a, no doubt. A, I don't, yeah. I, so just tell us, tell us a little bit quickly about. Let's go back a bit first, and let's start kind of where. When did what at what age can you actually remember then when music kind of first gripped you and what what kind of was it what was what was on what was at home what was being played yeah, where did it start for you record player was on top of the TV set in our uh, tiny little house in a town called Nabiak, which has about a population of two and there was we've got this Beatles we had this Beatles record Beatles Essential and um. Love Me Do was the first track on the album and that was just, that whole album, just, I still have, I still have it. And, uh, yeah, that's my, one of my earliest memories. Apparently my first um, song that I used to sing was Let's Get Physical, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is you funny because I can see how it goes now, but my mum will vouch for that one. I know. But I've, all, I've always loved music. I always, like, put on shows for my family much to their horror, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, but growing up um, in the country, I didn't really think it was a, a thing I could do for a job. So, yeah, but I have always loved it. So when you were growing up, did you get that classic, so what are you going to do or what's your real job going to be? When you had a little bit of aspirations to, to be in that music space, even as a youngster? No, I didn't. It just was not entertained as an idea. So I literally didn't entertain the idea of being a singer for a living until I was 18 or 19. I, um, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I was um, a, bit of, a bit of a late bloomer compared to the city kids, but it just it just wasn't an option up there. Um, yep. There were like two chicks in the town that could sing and they would get all the <laughs> you know, get all the footy club gigs and stuff. And they only knew, yep. like, two, they only did a song. Um, yep. So I started off in hospitality. I, I actually moved to Melbourne the day after high school finished uh, via Sydney for a couple of weeks to get pretty messy with one of my girlfriends, Shelley, and then I decided to keep going. I should really keep going because it was not going to end well for our livers. Um, started off at William Angles in hospitality management and then I just... Someone heard me, my housemate heard me singing in the shower. I'd have a couple of red wines and she was like, what are you even doing? Um, uh, a bit of a nudge from one of my aunties, Auntie Wib, and um, then a contact. Um, I wanted to get a, a microphone and my uncle Hack asked the lads down at Power Station in um, Buckhurst Street and they said she can have, we'll give her a sure beater if she um, auditions for our band and gets it. So that was it. <laughs> that was just We're going back there. And that, it started there. So, and it's Hack's birthday today, too. So um, he'll be absolutely legless right now, but hopefully he can catch up on it later. So thanks for that, Hack. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that name brings back a bit. Um, good, some good memories. Power Station back in the old days. It's great. Yeah. We're going Lots back a long way there. Back in the yeah. Anset days. Yeah, Izzy and uh, and Grant. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, yep. Grant has left this world as we know it. Um, yeah, it's very sad. sad. 
I had a lot of fun times with Grant. Quite a few of them illegal, but um, <laughs> but very fun all the same. And like just that was my first cover band. You know, we used to play at the Brickmakers Arms in um, yep. Essendon, and the first gig we did was the Golden Fleece on Montague yep. Street. Is it? Yep. Um, yeah. So again, very thankful for the opportunities because I just I don't think I would have. I don't know what would have happened without those couple of little intros. So yeah, yeah. Look, sometimes you you get pushed forward, don't you? Um, more than more than necessarily reach out and grab it. Um, and I, I think we can talk about that in another instance a little bit later in another band you're currently in that the same sort of story happened. It was a case of who knows who, and, yeah. and we'll, some a certain person that thought he had a band and he was. Oh. You love the band, right? <laughs> but we'll talk. We'll talk about that one in a minute. So, um, that didn't exist. Yeah, that's right. So covers, covers um, versus originals. At, at co what kind of age was was it? Just covers for you, uh, and for how long? And then, at what age did you sort of originals? And and I know jazz was uh, an inspiration of yours as well. And where did that kind of start to twist in? Um. What was the first <laughs> cover? I've so been doing playing covers, covers, yeah. Covers since the beginning. So I was, what was it, end of 98, 99, um, when I moved to Melbourne and started not long after that, so just doing covers and stuff. Um, I've never had a problem with it. There's a There can be a bit of a divide, but I think if there are already great songs in the world, why not play them, especially if you can believe the song and just you know, uh, give it some beans and make it your your own kind of thing without, you know, being disrespectful to the original. Uh, yeah, yep. and I like, like I'd rather, much rather sing cover songs than do another job that I don't love. And I just, I love singing. Yep. So I have written some stuff. I was co-writing an album with Bob Spencer a few years ago. Um, at the time, though, I just bought my first house and was renovating and getting pregnant and doing stuff like that and I just I had to bow out unfortunately which is you know I can't kick myself because there was very good reason at the time but I was just a bit overworked so um, I've got some credits on a couple of the songs so that's that's really good um, sometimes I write now but I very rarely finish anything so I just look at it as therapy maybe I'll maybe that's my next thing writing writing some and playing some originals yeah, I've done it a couple of times. Like um, when I was at uni, I had to do a recital and I did a couple of originals and they actually went okay. So maybe I should actually finish them and um, <laughs> or revisit Absolutely. them. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there'd I'm sure there be a lot of people that follow you, Laura, and have seen you um, in different bands and different setups. Um, I and I think there'd be a lot of people that would love, that'd love to hear some originals from you for sure. So don't yeah. leave it too long. They're pretty dark. They're pretty, pretty dark. Okay. Say. Dark's, dark's good. Dark, dark works. That's okay. Yeah, they're extremely dark, actually. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe that's this year. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So speaking think, of covers. Yep. Um, I don't know if this is where it started, but this is definitely one of the versions. Tell us a little oh. bit about this beautiful photo. It's definitely not where it started. I've been going for almost a decade by this point, but um, yeah, yep. It's probably the it's probably the most fun uh, covers. Oh, sorry, tribute show I've done. I don't know that one in particular is with you know not to drop names or anything, but I'm going to with with uh, Dave Leslie from the Baby Animals. Um, we only ever did More that gig to get yeah, pretty good <laughs> guitarist. Um. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I've been probably to 12 or 13 countries with Bjorn again, uh, including the first stint I did was a month in Johannesburg, one particular theatre, the uh, Lyric Theatre at Gold Reef Casino or something like that. That was an experience I will definitely never forget. I loved every second of it, even um, the scary bits. So uh, as bad as the reputation can be, we met some of the most beautiful and hospitable people ever um yeah certainly an experience i'll never forget well it's definitely been one of those bands and definitely one of those covers 
versions of that's um, swept the world. And there's, I don't think there's a country that hasn't kind of embraced it, to be honest. No, um, of course not. Abber in, in multiple formats. The songs are incredible. Um, and yep. it's, Bjorn again is, is done really well. Like they're not taking the piss out of the artist. It's a parody, so it's entertaining. But they're paying respect to it and doing the music really well. And uh, the music in itself is no mean feat. It's a... Uh, I had I had no idea how intricate those songs were until I had to actually learn them, and I, the, my respect just grew tenfold. So, uh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and let's talk about another one of those tribute bands. This one's a little uh, bit big era. This one, um, yeah. was, they were massive at the time. Massive at the time. So. Spice Girls were big and reformed recently. Well, partly reformed anyway. Did they? I've got no idea um, what's going on. I should watch your yeah, show. They played, they played one or two gigs. They haven't come on our show, that's for sure. But, uh, no, but I mean, you guys about what's been Tell us a little bit about – yeah, we have, we have. <laughs> tell us a little bit about that and um, and the difference in the in the two groups. Well, that's actually – that was born from the, the same manager. So right. uh, John Tyrrell, who owns Bjorn Again, um, was having a bit of a think about who he had on his staff, I should say, or who he knew, uh, singer-wise. And I live in tracksuit pants um, and I wear a ponytail all the time. So he was like, well, that's sporty taken care of. And uh, and the other girls, just everyone, he just sort of had the characters. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and it did. we did a few shows at the corner and it packed out. We- and it actually went really well for a while and then... Just, uh, I think maybe we were a bit early. I think we were like a year too early starting with it. I don't know. Well, can you, what what year are we talking? Because are you, are you ever too early for that? I mean, it was a bit of one of those classic um, things that people didn't say they listened to it, but it, they were so catchy, their songs. They knew um, the song. I think the other thing, actually, thinking about the comparison, uh, the formulas right there, you can do a parody of Spice Girls without taking the mick out of them. The one difference was they actually have so many ballads. So to play to an audience that are having a few drinks and want to dance, we did find it tricky to fill out the set list with dance tunes, which ABBA have in spades. So maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Maybe we should have just done techno versions of all the ballads um, (laughs) to make it work. Hopefully we'll revisit it one day. Again, please, John Tyrrell, that would be so much fun. Look, it's great to have those kind of opportunities to to tour different parts of the world too um, in amongst that. I consider myself probably the luckiest person ever. I'm just so happy with my working life. I feel a bit wanky saying career, but uh, I have made a living out of it and um, People, uh, people occasionally say, "Oh, what are, what are you? Have you ever considered doing your music seriously?" And I'm like, "Well, I do. I just don't. My measure of success is being able to sing songs for people and enjoying it. Done. It's um, I'm really lucky. So thank you to yeah. the people that have helped get me there and come to the shows because uh, yeah, you're right. And I can't wait to get you back out there, Laura. And obviously tomorrow night is your little intro in and by nine o'clock start, meaning you're home in bed before the madness happens, right? Not like the good old days. Oh, no, nine o'clock start. No, the gig starts at 9.30 tomorrow night. So I'll be... But you'll be done by midnight, right? I'll be done at 12.30 because you've got to oh, stay for the countdown. You're there, you're there for the cake. No worries. Yes. Have an extra couple of extra latte or something to push me through. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. It's not like the old days, kids. It's just... No. You're very much right there. <laughs> so um, let's use that as a bit of a segue into the next song, if you don't mind. Okay. Let's see what, what have you got for us. Um, as I was, I don't know if you heard over the crackling, but this is one of my best friends, Andrew Leach, who lives just down the road in Yarraville. Um, we met because we were in a Blues Brothers tribute show many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. It'd be getting up to 20 years. Yeah, nearly. Soon, yeah. yeah. Um, and then became fast friends uh, and one night sitting around Hack and uh, Arnie Wibbs piano after doing having some drinks and stuff we decided to record ourselves doing uh, interesting versions of songs 
and this is uh, the first one we did was this. So I'm not going to intro what the song is, you have to guess. Beautiful. Once again. Frozen chicken. Fan fantastic, Laura. Thanks. What a great choir, choir boys classic. Never ever thought I'd hear the choir boys like that. That's, uh, that's amazing. That was born out of a yeah. massive night, can I just say. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be able to air the um, original recordings from that night, but I just can't do it. Um, yeah. So um, Andrew is an incredible musician, uh, trombone player, head of music at Westbourne and just a, an all-round great guy. So we love working together and um, we've, we've put out some really cool stuff over the years. We just need to do more of it, that's all. Yeah, one thing I absolutely love is covers but a different twist on them, right? A different way to play them or a different tempo or different um, setup. And I think that's... That's something that artists can do a lot more of. 
as well. Um, and I think that was yeah. a beautiful take on it. Beautiful take. Yeah, we like that. We like that version. Yep, definitely. Uh, Lovey, I know you had a question. Yeah, I have. Um, so we've gone Living Newton John have uh, an ACDC sign in the background. Uh, so it sounds oh, yeah. like you've done it all. Um, I guess my question would be if, if you, and, and it can go to Andrew as well if you like, if, if you guys ever thought of going uh, to stage or musical, or musical uh, have you ever thought about doing the sort of singing in musicals? Have you already done that or you know, it's, it's like stage plays and all that sort of thing? Did you say musicals, as in musical theatre? Yeah, yeah. Andrew's yeah. done tons of it. I wish yeah. I had have done more of it. Oh, I wish I had have done some when I was younger because I'm probably a bit, bit over the hill now. But um, do you want to? Yeah, do no, want... I did. Yeah, in your in my younger days, musically direct quite a few musicals, but then sort of grew out of that. Um, yeah, that, that kind of kind of thing. Felt it was a, a lot of work for not a lot of reward. They were great fun at the time. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a thing you do in your twenties and have a really great time. Doing when you've it. got yeah. energy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> have you got? A, I really just regret a... not doing it. And if everyone's looking for an ish singer who's in a who's just turned forty, I'm your girl. Uh, you're, still, you're still young at 40, don't you worry? You're talking about 44-year-old, so that's fine. Um, yeah. I, I, the only other question I've got, what's your favourite venue you guys have ever performed at, either of you or together or whatever? What's your very favourite venue you guys have ever uh, performed at? Oh, God. Oh, you've taken bigger venues than I have. Oh, I knew I'd make it work this time of night, Aaron. I knew I'd make it work. Huh? I knew I'd make your brain work a little bit with that question. Yeah, so. it's not hard to make my brain work, in all fairness. The, uh, the SB front bar would be up there. SB front bar, pretty good. You know, you could, yeah, it's pretty balls to the wall. Everyone's up for a good time. doesn't matter if you're wearing a business suit or a double denim or a wedding dress. Sort of, sort of pretty great. I'm just trying to think. Boogie yeah. Festival at Tallarook, um, that ACD she did was probably one of the. That was really exciting, actually. Um, oh, the Gov in Adelaide last year with Bob Starkey's Skyhooks show. That was pretty sensational. Um, sorry, I know this is more than one, but. And the caravan clubs and the, oh, hello, you saucy mix. Um, um, yeah, the flying saucer clubs and the caravan clubs, they have they were pretty uh, incredible reactions too, just for different reasons. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, SP front bar is hard to beat. But I know one place that probably does beat it, and that's a good segue into the band that we discussed before that wasn't a band that became a band. We had a different edge to it and had a female lead singer being yourself uh, with Bonnie Scott and play at the Cherry Bar in ACDC Lane. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty awesome time, eh, to have a female. And you're not the only um, female ACDC cover band, but you're the only no. female lead, right? In, there are there are female singing in, in another all female band, but as There's far as I know, in America. Yep. Uh, there is another one in Melbourne now. I'm not going to talk about that. Yep. She's a great singer. We won't talk about that. Um, good, good, great girl, actually. But why give the free press? Um. But I think we were one of the first ones for that in Australia, anyway, for that rock, full rock kind of thing. Anyway, we've been together for 14 years now. Um, I have thought about hanging up my gloves many a time for various reasons, but um, it's just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, um, 
there's no doubt when I seen those gigs and obviously been a couple of mates of mine in that band, um, it's all about energy, right? And it's yes. all about the crowd just love it. Right from that first note, it's yeah. just on, right? And it's it's such a great time, such a great gig. I know you feel that energy and you play off that a lot. Um, oh. and yeah. It's uh, a good mate of mine and mate of yours, AK, who was yeah. – the original, the original band in his own right. Um, just that, I, have tell, I have to tell this quick story. He came to us and we have done a lot of work with AK and he came to us and said, um, oh, I've got this band, um, play ACDC covers. I said, oh, great, no problem. And a good mate of mine, James, will testify, test to this. And he knew James played guitar and he said, oh, mate, you want to play? And James goes, mate, I don't play. I I don't play for anyone. And that's kind of what James is like. Great guitarist, but doesn't want to play in front of anyone. And so he uh, he decided that he was going to continue with his band as, as AK does. And he said, mate, you don't know you don't know a drummer, do you? And we said, well, <laughs> yeah, we do actually. Um, so right over, we sorted that part. And he said, mate, you don't know a bass guitarist, do you? And it's like, right, so where's, where's this kind of going? Yeah, and he, then I think he left it. He left it a few days and he came back to us and said, You don't know a singer, do you? I said, Mate, how's this band gone? Like, There's not much of a band here. Anyway, we, we kind of put the whole original lineup together um, and we said, Well, we kind of do know a singer, but kind of could be a really cool angle. She's a cool chick and she would do it, and but you got to convince her. So. It wasn't your kind of your deal at the time. We kind of threw it at you and threw you in the mix. Um, yeah. And as I said before, sometimes you get pushed something um, and you don't necessarily look for it or reach for it. And look where it is after all these years and still playing in this lineup. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I heard it was Bon Scott era, because that's what we didn't cover Brian Johnson originally. I was I was in like yep. fling for for Bon Scott. I love the newer stuff. It just it just hurts a bit more. So. <laughs> Oh, I was so young there. I nearly wore that top. You were. Weird. Oh, and that one. That was next on my list. Yeah. I went. Yeah. I went with um, Mickey Mouse instead of it. It was an obvious choice. So you played many gigs with ACDC. Um, oh, it's, it's yeah. Have you got? Have you got? Yeah. Out of all those, have you got one that was a really memorable one? That boogie festival. See Beaker up on the stage. Yeah. Yep, Just and here, that yeah. was the night I met Bond's son, Dave Stevens. He's standing right next to me in the middle there and he was trying to tell me who he was over the band playing and I'm like, sorry, dude, I can't hear you. He'd had a few as well, didn't help. And then when the music stopped, he said, I'm Bond's son, and I burst into tears. Um, and then we went backstage and I basically just couldn't, I was just like, don't know what to say. Yeah, pretty special moment, eh? Yeah, that was that Talarook Boogie Festival that I was talking about. It was just such an awesome crowd reaction, I think. Being the only cover band in, at a festival gave us a bit of a, a leg up, but it was great staging, great production, beautiful setting. It's on a farm and just um, people in weird outfits. And, um, yeah, just was awesome. Yeah, and speaking of loving you guys, um, obviously ACDC Lane, the old Cherry Bar, uh, no one loved you guys more than James Young. And to get you yeah. guys on stage, he absolutely yeah. loves you guys, right? Actually, yeah, well, that Boogie Festival did came through him. So, yeah, same, same. But, yeah, the Cherry Bar gigs have been a bit special as well. One of the, one of them was the hottest I've ever been in my life. Um, it was, I think it was there last night. It was just so hot. It was so hot. I thought we were all going to die. Now, is that right? You played the last gig? Played the last gig and then we played the last gig again when they. That's right. That's right. They were yeah. still playing um, rent or still playing for the lease. Yep. So they were like, let's just do another one. Oh, it's like he's doing the limbo. That's so I had a few few different people come through the band over time. Um, yeah. Another friend of yours, um, Dale Seeger, kicked it off yeah. originally. We played in a blues band with originally as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mate, boy, could that could that boy play the guitar? Yeah, yeah, sensational. 
um, and pull some massive jumps on stuff too. His uh, antics on stage were quite fun. We, um, we've been mates for a long time. I haven't seen him for a long time, and I'm sorry for that, Dale. But um, we and we toured overseas together, just doing a duo. Just we're told by some Irish backpackers that we met at, at McMahon's in Spencer Street that we'd kill it over there. So we recorded a crappy little demo and grabbed our sleeping bags and took off. And um, didn't go so well at first, and then we just met an agent who loved us and booked us silly. So we've had um, Dale and I have had some great times together too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Another mate of yours, Mel. He was a bass player at one stage. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going back. That was the original, the original, That's original. Cool. Yeah. Well, there was a bass player before him, but I don't know what happened. I think I don't know. He got sacked. He was he might have been the one guy AK put in the band. He didn't I last think long. It was. I think it was. Yeah. We had a drummer too. We've had a few drummers, but the first drummer insisted on bringing a double kick and not wearing shoes, and his feet really smelt, and it was just it just didn't work out, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And this no, is uh, this this still this is this was the current lineup at one stage, or not long ago. And I think yeah. it's had a few weeks since then, hasn't it? Yeah, that's Dave Beaton on the bass um i think his original band saragon is his main claim to fame um he's in an awesome film clip with carly jewel uh which is a re it's a really great uh original song sigma nazi love or something i can't remember what it's called but it's rocking and dave's just got a great energy on stage um yeah yeah he's super fun to have around and nick on the guitar he's just a greek god yeah, he, that boy can play as well, for sure. Yeah. The chicks, so Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, let's kind of change tact and change genre a little bit and do a completely different and probably one of your last or recent uh, cover tribute shows that you've been doing. Mm -hmm. um, and let's move back to The Carpenters. This oh, yeah. has had amazing reviews. Um, and everyone I know that I pushed to go and see you guys, um, I know came back and said, mate, that was amazing. So oh, cool. hats off to you, Laura. And oh, Wolfie, good. obviously, as well. Um, and just a little side note, Wolfie's coming on next week to oh. be our special guest. So that'll be great to get Wolfie on. He's got a lot to talk about. He's about as diverse as you are. Although he does play the, the one instrument, he does, a, does so much more than that um, with his bands that he's in. So oh, a little great. highlight for Wolfie character too like i love watching him play he's um he just puts everything into it and uh yeah he's super oh, yeah absolutely we talked about the carpenters thing for years it's something i've always wanted to do but listening to the um originals um there's so much in them there's just so so much in them and i didn't know if i could pull it off live but it's going really well Actually, should start looking at gigs again for that. I should really do something. <laughs> it's almost like I'm, I'm not letting go of being in lockdown quite yet. Sure. Look, there's as you're right though. It's been hard because we've had that kind of such a long lockdown period, and then it's kind of changed and it opened up, and then before you know it, it's Christmas, right? So everyone's like. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't mind a break. And it's like, oh, so what have you guys been doing? Haven't you had a break? And the people have got no idea outside of Melbourne what we've actually really gone through. Um, no. Adelaide had a three-day lockdown. Sydney have had a partial kind of few postcode lockdowns, and that's about it. Um, right. No one's got really any idea outside of Victoria. It, was, uh, it wasn't the time we want to go back to. So pretty full on. I've got to say, especially in the colder months, you know, uh, when, especially when the kinders – you know, had to be just for essential workers, children of essential workers, which I totally understand, but being inside a house that's, you know, I'm trying to renovate with a four-year-old who's quite energetic, some of the days were pretty long, I must say. Um, there was a lot of screen time, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I used the phone. <laughs> I just, yeah, some of the days were long. There were a lot of good things. It's made me slow down a bit, um, which I needed to do. And reprioritize, I guess. Um, but I am keen to get back into some shows, and I've done it. Like I said, I've done a handful already, and that's good. But I think it's just made me realize what I want to do and what I don't really need to do anymore. Yep, 
Yeah, well, it can definitely do that. Um, simplify a lot of things. That's for sure. Yeah. Cut out, yeah. cut out a lot of that. Cut out a lot of that waste. The things we don't need. Things oh. we don't. And it's amazing how much, how little you can actually get away with these days, um, yeah. and how much we over-engineer our lives. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I can't. I have to touch on this one, and I'll just swing back to it. Was this gig? Um, this was Hamer Hall, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Just tell us a little bit about that because that's a pretty cool moment. It's a great pick. It's a great, great moment. I think there were 66 guitarists on stage um, and the Rock Quiz Orchestra were the backing band behind all those guitars. They, uh, This dude called Joff, uh, someone else put it on, I can't remember. Sorry about that. But um, it's, called for, uh, it's called Those Who Rock. So they just got different areas of Melbourne together and they did individual performances and then they asked me to headline it doing for those about to rock by ACDC um, and they had who else they had Vicar and Linda um, Ella Hooper Adelita do some so I was sort of I was like sharing a dressing room with Ella and Adelita and I was just sort of like hi it was yeah, a pretty cool pretty, moment pretty, pretty big talent there for sure yeah. yeah and that was my first confetti cannon in the background so that was definitely a tick from the bucket list <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, they're great, great moments. So I'd seen this the ACDC thing done before, not necessarily with all guitarists on stage, but they did it from a whole drummer's point of view. Um, oh, and they cool. had a drummer. So that was kind of very different. So to see uh, people of all, well, many ages there too, by the look of it, um, yeah. that's pretty cool. It was done. It was really good. I remember back when I was studying music, they had – like this guitar group, which we used to call Guitar Castra, and it was awful listening to that many electric guitars plugged in and the tuning yeah. was always off and stuff, but they did this really well. Uh, I think there's some clips on YouTube and stuff if, you wanna, if you've got absolutely nothing better to do. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. So you mentioned before about um, gigs coming up. Have you, yep. it, you, you, you're back on the horse there or, or just looking or what, what's going to happen uh, into, into January? Or are you just going to slowly well, ease in? I've got a few later in the month. Um, they sort of, there was a bit of a rush when we first came out of lockdown, but then January can be a quiet month for musos at times. So yep. um, got a couple Australia Day weekend and Arco Bar on the 22nd. Um, so I don't think I've got anything before then. I've, I'm sure I, I, I have been in the habit of saying yes uh, lately and just taking it with a grain of salt because I didn't know if we were actually going to be allowed. So I should check my messages and go back. If anyone has booked me for something this month, please make contact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You're preferably hoping it's not a gig for the <laughs> Let's not forget that gig tomorrow night. I have got it here somewhere. Okay, yeah. I think this is it. That's the one. Sure. Yeah, I've had a few burgers since then. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Get the black tea out, Laura, like we all are. Um, you'll find me in black oh, most times. That particular shirt probably wouldn't fit over one of my legs now, but that's okay. Um, it should come with a disclaimer that promo. objects may appear larger in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um all right, so why don't we kick it off with one last one, Laura, uh, to finish yeah, cool. off with, if that's all right. It's been great having you on, Laura. Um, it's, I chased you down and hassled you for, for many, many a week and month, um, and I know it was crazy times, crazy times for a lot of people, but um, oh, it's just, great to I've have you on. I'm blessed with one of those children that doesn't sleep, so this would have been a nightmare if he was here. I love him. Man, he's next level. So he's in Queensland on holidays for two weeks. So I'm just doing, um, yeah, whatever I like, basically. Should we do another jazzy one or should we do Superstar? Or? Um, let's not do that one. Okay. No, let's not do that. Um, when I get low? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I'm going to do a real. Let's do that. It's a jazz, an actual jazz song, not the one that we've changed into a jazz song. So... <laughs> It's an Ella Fitzgerald Beautiful. song called When I Get Low, I Get High. 
Fantastic. So once again, thanks for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It. Thanks for having us. Are we after this song? Yep, we're all good. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. How good was that, Lovey? Wow, um, it's not my, it's not my. Oh, who's this guy? It's not my uh, genre per se. But what a what a talent! What what an amazing woman, an amazing talent. You tuck in the fact that she's also a mother. Um, you know, to the amount of things that she's had to do over the years, and still looking to be as energetic as that. That's pretty good. She's a pretty special sort of person, I'd suggest. Yeah, super diverse talent too. You can see why I fought to try and get her on. Um, took me months yep. <laughs> of not, not so much hounding her and I knew she had a busy life and very active child as well, um, single, single mum. So, you know, doing all those things, um, it's hard to, hard to uh, build the rest of your career around that and music being one. Um, yep. Hence the – I should have brought it up before the, the pool room behind me, mate uh, – it was important that we went straight to the pool room tonight because we brought a brought a great act, uh, no doubt. So, Cuz, thanks for finally jumping on again. I know the internet's dodgy down there, mate. So, appreciate you uh, <laughs> pushing through. Okay. You might have to push that, put an antenna on that caravan, mate. I was going. I was just going to ask you: Is, is well, Jack out on the top of the roof of the caravan, just holding up a coat hanger or something? Is he or no, Jack? Jody and Lucas have left me in disgust because I've chosen the podcast over family times, over family time, and the way the podcast went from my end was disgraceful. Couldn't get a connection in and out. But what I heard of Laura, as you said, lovey, what an amazing, an amazing performer first and an amazing lady second. Just obviously single mum and the trials and tribulations that that brings along, but to have the career she's had, very talented lady. 
definitely. So um, we won't uh, we won't go on for too long. Um, I know we'll we'll cut out a bit of that bit of that crackling and terribleness at the start, but I'm glad we we got through it, Lovey, because uh, that was audio people needed to hear. And I know some of her friends and family and stuff that jumped on. Um, she's an honour to have as part of your family. I'm sure she's a superstar. She will be around for a long time, and hopefully we're playing originals uh, soon, as she touched on, because uh, she's too good a talent to not play her own music as well. I'd love to, I'd love to see her do that, but you know, I'm more than happy. I'm going to go and pay for the next gig that she has in 2021. I've got no doubt. That's just go and watch her just for the sake of the fact that that's what she does. It's just brilliant. Yeah, well, I know. Um, when you hear about Brett Wolferton next week, uh, Wolfie, um, another friend of ours and a friend now of the show, he'll be on next week and he'll talk about some bands and lineups and stuff that he's in. Um, and obviously he's the drummer in that um, in this in this gig for the Carpenters. So I know you're probably not a Carpenters fan, mate, but I, you'd be surprised how many songs you know, lovey, um, that you played softly in the, in the background. Um over yeah. the years, mate, heard them. So you'll be surprised. So maybe we uh, we'll find the next time that they perform a gig and maybe get there. But I'm sure uh, an ACDC gig, an ACDC gig, will be one that might be on your list as well. Mate, my, my uh, I'm I'm a very open-minded individual when it comes to that stuff. So bring it on. Perfect. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, Brent Wolferton for next week. Wolfie, as he's affectionately known, played in a few bands, plays in many bands. Um, we'll feature that next week, and I can't wait to talk to Wolfie. Cheers, boys. Yeah, Have a good night. Take it easy. Have a good boys. Bye. Good news. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. See you next week, mates.